0: friends before we start the show i wanted to introduce you guys to em media and video they are local to philadelphia they are great for filming video productions for commercials and they do audio voiceovers for radio commercials as well amongst a slew of other helpful promotional production needs so if you want to reach out to them call 267-528-7890 to get your quote today Hey everybody, c Note here and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like HGTV. You're kind of hooked and addicted to it and you can't stop. Today on the show, we're going to talk about the 5149 rule when it comes to business, relationships, and uh, yourself, really, in all essence, uh, finding a way to balance those things because we think about 50 50 when it comes to all those things, but if we go 51 49, things lock into place much more seamlessly. And I'm going to try and make these intros shorter so we can jump into the content and just kind of uh, hit the intro and do the thing. So we're going to do that today on dopamine. Thanks for being here. Let's do it. Drums, please. <laughs> north west west now here all right i love playing that intro music because it just regardless of what's going on in life it kind of Kind of slows me down, chills me out, makes me feel good, and kind of just kind of resets me. Even if I'm like waking up in the morning and I'm in somewhat of a panic of some kind, like I get into that music vibe and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I got that nostalgic vibe. Like I always think of like playing stickball on the street with your friends or something like that. <laughs> it's got that good vibe. I really appreciate it. Uh, welcome to the show. My name is C Note, aka Christian Rivera. Uh, I'm a digital producer. And uh, I also provide mental health support for creative professionals on this show. So if you're new to the show, thanks for being here. I appreciate you. Maybe you were attracted to the 5149 rule uh, headline or you've listened to other podcast episodes. And I really appreciate it. If you've listened to other episodes, I would love your feedback. Uh, you can follow me at Let's Go See Notes and leave uh, a note for me on all the social channels. Uh, you can also leave some support at... Uh, patreon.com slash dopamine where i post episodes a few days early really like five days early so I, I record on fridays but i post on tuesdays so i record on friday and i post posted the patreon the same day and you guys get to hear that episode five days in advance um before it goes up the following tuesday so we can have discussions there early if you're that kind of person that wants to get in on things early if you're one of those like if you wait in line for Apple products, not to compare myself with an Apple product, <laughs> but you know, if you like this show enough that you you want it ahead of time. And without ads, that's a place to go. Patreon.com slash dopamine. So today on the show, I want to talk about the 5149 rule. And this is something that I think is so, so important for business, for life, for a sense of understanding a sense of scalability and understanding how you can kind of give yourself some space as well when you're dealing with difficult stuff. So we'll we'll kind of go in order, because I think the obvious one is business. And when you're really talking about the 51-49 rule, what I mean by that is giving more than you get regardless of the situation. That means putting out 51% at minimum and getting 49% in return. And I think it I think it's a matter it's like a framework to understand expectations. It means if you just give a little bit more every single time without expectation, you're going to get more than enough. I mean, if you think about 49% is usually more than enough, right? It's not like it's 70/30. You think 70/30 and you're like, that's too much. I'm giving too much. I can't do that. <laughs> you know. Um, but if it's like closer to an even value exchange and you're giving just a little bit more, then, you know, you're going to incentivize the, incentivize the other person to also give a little bit more, right? So if you think about it, the way that I like to approach it is that 51, 49, if you flip it the other direction and the other person is giving 51 and receiving 49, it locks into each other, right? It kind of balances out that way. You can say, "What?" Well, but but C-Note, why, why not just do 50-50? Well, if you kind of think of it on like a graph, for example, like 50-50 tends to rub up against each other, right? And it's kind of a stalemate and it's kind of even mm-hmm. in the way that if... Uh, if you're trying to always balance to 50-50, then you're going to get an intense amount of imbalance, strangely enough, right? You're going to get into the situation where if someone gives more, you're going to always be trying to balance the scales. This is like, This is like when someone goes out to eat for dinner and one person is trying to pay for the bill and another person's like, no, 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 let me pay for it because they don't want that personal debt on their hands. And, you know, business can be a lot of the same way where you feel like you give so much more value and for some reason you're like, oh, now I feel like I owe them a debt, right? (laughs) But if you kind of rest into the idea that like, you know, you're, you're always going to find a way to give them more in some other circumstance, then it's going to even itself out, right? It's not, it's not like you're trying to be 50-50 in that moment. 50-50 balances out when you're giving 51 and getting 49, you know, in exchanges over time. It's kind of the equivalent of uh, my friends and I would go to a, a diner quite a bit. And it was like, we would sort of feel out how often someone was paying. And it was just like, all right, I got it this time. You get it next time, right? That kind of thing. And that's the same exact sort of value system that I'm talking about here. It's like, if you're trying to balance 50-50, then you're going to split the check every time. And like, it doesn't feel like a good friendship, right? I might as well just keep going talking about friendship because this is like the examples that keep coming up. So we'll just talk about friendship first. So like balancing that those scales in terms of friendship, like if you're trying to pay the bill and even out the paying of the bill, like there is just, I don't know if you guys experienced this, but I'm pretty sure in my experiential experience. Um, (laughs) when you get to this place where everyone's splitting the bill, it just doesn't feel right. It feels like everyone's just evenly splitting the bill and there's just no extra camaraderie. There's like, it's like, all right, we just kind of meet up and then we just go our separate ways. But there's something about the 51 49 rule that like me and my friend Adam in particular, we would do this often. We would go to have lunch together and one of us would pay the bill and be like, all right, you get next time or you get the next thing or whatever. And if there was an imbalance between that, we would feel it and we talk about it. But um, if we were just doing 50, 50 every time, there's no incentive to go meet up again <laughs> because we're already, we're even right where there's no reason to continue the relationship. Like if we just stopped right then and there, there's like no incentive, but there's almost like in an in subconscious in, uh, uh, incentive that if there's like a little bit of an, uneven, it's not a power control thing, by the way. So just, 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 putting that out there. <laughs> it's not about controlling the relationship. It's about creating incentives to continue to talk to and meet each other and work with each other and, uh, and, and have these continued relationships. So in terms of 5149, if you're giving more than you're getting, you're always going to be remembered by that person. I think if you're just trying to get yours and keep going on your way, then that's not memorable. It's like, It's like having a series of one night stands and like, you're just getting yours and you move on. Like, there's no reason for you to remember that person. But if someone uh, listened to you and gave you something specific and special amidst that period of time, then you're going to remember them a little bit more eloquently. Like, I never thought in my life that I've had a few one night stands in my life. And I've never ever thought that I would get to a point where I wouldn't even remember their name. <laughs> Which sounds terrible. But I'm sure there's plenty of people that have done that. And like there's no reason to remember that person's name. Even in casual situations where you meet someone at a party or um Yeah, you're just introduced to someone. And if you don't have a re- reason to remember their name, like, why would you bother remembering? Like, maybe it becomes a skill and a habit and all that stuff, whatever. But it, like, naturally, if you're not going to remember someone's name, if they've not put forth some little extra effort. Right. So that's, that's the balance. Right. And like, and, and really thinking about that from your perspective, because I think I've talked about it from the other person's perspective, but I mean, from your perspective, if you're the one giving, you're more likely to be remembered. Right. And if you're expecting the 49%, that's all you're going to get is the 49%, you know, (laughs) like, don't like, don't let go of the expectation of receiving stuff. Like that's, that's the goal here is it's about giving first. And then you just kind of receive as a result of that. Right. So that's, that's the kind of overarching goal and theme here that I kind of went around in circles on, but the main idea here is like yes you give a little bit more to get something in return and that requires you to always just do a little bit something extra right and and i don't just a little something extra that's why it's 51% it's not 70% it's not like you're you're abusing the relationship you're not making them feel like they owe you something right like that's not what it's about like even when i use the diner example of like going out to eat and balancing back and forth it's like if for some reason we stopped talking to each other and we did not continue that cycle, like it's not going to do any financial harm to either of us to do that. Right. It's not, it's not, it's not destroying us to have something uneven like that. Right. Like our friendship is still good. And I think that's the same, same thing with any kind of friendship and business. Right. And I think I should backpedal with the relationship stuff. Cause like with friendships, it's like, I think if everyone understood that there is an inherent sense of value with each relationship, we would treat it so much better. And what I mean by that is that if we understood that there is a value exchange with every interaction, that we would be more likely to give a, just a little bit more to those interactions. I think plenty of us do naturally, but there are so many people in the world that live in a sort of rested, they need to come to me kind of perspective when it comes to friendships or really business or, or anything in regards to them, right? Even with yourself, with your own ego, you're kind of expecting things to just happen and you have to give at least that 51% to make something happen. If you want to go see your friends and you haven't seen them in a while, you need to reach out to them. They're not going to just magically know that you need to hang out with them. Right. You need to reach out. That's 51%. Like sometimes that's the, that's what that is. Right. And you know, it's up to you to assess if you're getting the adequate amount of 49% on your end as well to keep the relationship going. Right. It's, it's just, you know expecting less giving more and but it's that's why it's 5149 and it's again not 7030 because if you're giving 70 and receiving 30 that's an abusive relationship <laughs> right so it is about making sure that you're getting what you need on your side of things as well right so it it is a balance but it's about managing your expectation right So I hope all of that makes sense because that it makes a thousand percent sense to me. Right. So, and, you know, real quick, before we go on break, I'll touch on the, on the business side of things, because the business side of things is about understanding that one-to-one relationships is how you're going to build any kind of business, any business, regardless of its scale. Right. Like, even if your business has stretched out to all sorts of people, it's about typically the one-to-one connection that you've created that expanded to all of those other people. Right. Like you think about selling on commercials and that's probably the thing that you would, you would say in response, like, right. Like I've never had a personal conversation with Coca-Cola. Yeah, you have. If you're a fan of Coca-Cola, you've had a con like something that they've put out has reached out to you, whether it's like you found them at a grocery store and the label spoke to you or the commercial spoke to you or something like that. It's about creating a one-to-one connection or sometimes, you know, it's, it's a big brand like Coca-Cola, for example, there's been trust established over decades. That is a good product, quote unquote, good product, right? Like if it was a brand new product and you were the only one that discovered it, it would need to speak to you directly. But now you've got testimonials from basically the rest of the world that say Coca-Cola is good, right? So you're trusting there's, there's the no like and trust there. And Coca-Cola is always finding a way to come to you, right? It's, It's at the convenience store. It's (laughs) it's there in your face. It's giving a little. It's getting closer to you, right, to try to get you to buy its product. And you have to do the same thing for your clients. Honestly, you have to give a little bit more and not being pushy, not being salesy, because Coca Cola is not like you don't walk into the store and a Coca Cola just flies into your face, right, and and just says buy me, (laughs) like that's not how that works, right? It just happens to be on the shelf. It happens to be available. And at the most convenient time when you might need it or might want it. Right. Um, so in terms of business relationships, it's kind of the same thing. It's like, you need to reach out to the people that you want to reach out to, um, not hit them over the face with the Coke bottle. Uh, And be prepared to be ready for them when they need you. But then in the meantime, while you're waiting for them to provide some sort of business, if something comes up that you can actually give them and help them with, like, yeah, give them some love on Facebook. Give them some uh, some good positive comments. Give them a testimonial. Give them, um, you know, just some some self love not self love but just give them some sort of love uh, uh to to kind of encourage them you know even that little bit where you're just like you know it's almost like that extra 1% that 51% is like just thinking of the other person and then acting on it right so it doesn't always have to be this big gesture of like buying someone a gift or creating some sort of you know relationship debt right? It's, it's about making sure that you're just acknowledging that the other person exists and show them some love and give them something a little bit more than what they expect, right? That's all it takes because I think it's important to understand this because it's not, it's a concept that's not scalable. You can't outsource your personal connection to people, right? Especially as you're, you're, if you're a freelancer or, you know, particularly if you're, if you're a freelancer, like you have to reach out to people one-on-one. And if I think we get caught up in the entrepreneur perspective where we're just like, we think we can make a Facebook profile or, or an Instagram profile, put up a couple of pictures, and then we're just going to get business flooding in. Like, no, we have to reach out to people. We have to give 51% to the people that we want to give the 51% to. I hope that all makes sense. I feel like I'm jumping around a little bit, but the general idea here is like, you gotta give a little something. And I know at some point in our lives, I know I have, I've, I've reached points in various relationships, uh, business and personal where I felt like they need to come to me. And it's still something I'm working on with my personal relationships and realizing that I have to continue to build my business so that I can have opportunities to help my friends and give them a little something, but also realizing that it doesn't have to be this grand gesture. It's like a text in the morning. It's a, Hey, I hope you're doing okay. Or, you know, I I support you. I appreciate you. I appreciate your talent. I love what you're doing. Is there anything I can help you with today? And, and really not even asking, honestly, just finding something that you can actually help with and just give a little something, not too much. (laughs) There are certainly situations where you can overdo it and, you know, kind of embarrass yourself a little bit. And don't you don't have to do that either just if you have business with someone and you can send them a little extra something then by all means if you're selling six chocolates and they buy six give them a seventh one that's really all where that's that's what it's all about Hmm. All right, so yeah, I think that idea of just like if someone's buying six chocolates from you, and you can afford to give them a seventh one, just give them a seventh one. That's the fifty-one percent. It's not enough for the other person to feel like they owe you more than they should. It's not if they if you if you sell someone six chocolates and you give them a seventh one, you say here, I appreciate you, take a seventh one. They're not going to be like, oh, let me let me pull out an extra dollar and give you an extra dollar. All right. And like, they'll be like, Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. And they're just going to remember that they're going to have more incentive to come back to your store. Right. That's the general idea. I mean, I probably could have just said that and called it a podcast (laughs) because that's, that's basically where it's at, you know? Um, And even if they decide to give you an extra dollar or something like they could put it in the tip jar and they feel like they've given their 51%, right? Like that's what that's for. That is for them. Right. Again, it's like it's being okay with the imbalance slightly. As long as you're the one tipping the scale and giving them a little something like and not rejecting or resisting when someone wants to give you 51. Like. That's annoying. <laughs> that is incredibly frustrating. And that comes with like some sort of self-work, right? Because there's, I, I think there are plenty of people out there and I don't know what this is. And maybe that's in a separate podcast episode. And I don't really know what that is, but there's, um, there's, uh, there are a lot of people who don't want any sort of debt whatsoever to in a personal relationship. Like they won't let you buy them a bottle of water they won't let you do anything for them and you know there is probably some deep psychological trauma associated with that and you can't help that it's not up to you to force it right like if they if you give them the seventh chocolate and they're like oh no 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 here i'll, I'll give you an extra dollar right and it's not going to be like all right well let me give, me, let me give you an eighth chocolate and they're going to be like no 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 let me give me another dollar <laughs> right yeah i'm sure you could try to get more money out of them for that but um you know, for some reason it feels better for them to not feel any sense of personal debt whatsoever. And I think the best that we can do in those scenarios is just like, let it be, you know, if that's what feels good for them. And, you know, it's almost like letting them have what they need to have is another aspect of the 51%, right? It's like, if you give them the seventh chocolate and they insist to give you another dollar for it, then you're just like, all right, cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. And you know the the appreciation is still fifty one percent because you could you could say like great you should have paid for that dollar anyway you jerk <laughs> you should have paid for that seventh chocolate um you know still showing appreciation is fifty one percent it's like having the last word in a way <laughs> um, but as long as it's a kind word and it's and it's positive like I think that's that's where it's at right and and that's really The concept altogether, as long as you're saying, thank you, showing appreciation, giving a little something extra, whatever amounts to 1% is all that it takes. So I want to talk about this concept in relation to yourself. And this is incredibly important to think about for yourself as well, because there are so many situations where we don't give ourselves enough room to breathe. We don't, we put so much pressure on ourselves. And this is something that I do for myself all the time. I have lately for me, time has been a struggle in terms of, I have, so I, I, my brain gets really tripped up when I start doing a lot of business, especially when business pays up front, which is great. It's not a bad problem to have. The only bad problem is that now I'm committed to two weeks of work based on money that's already gone. And that creates a bit of an internal panic within me. Cause it's like, I don't know that I feel like I can take on more business. I don't know that I can. um, And and it feels like the time, the clock is ticking. Like now I have to get this work done as soon as possible so that I can take on more work. And really, honestly, when I think about it, it's a matter of like, yes, I can still take on more work, but I have to just be upfront about the fact that it's going to go to the back of the pile. And that's totally fine. Like more business is more business and I need to keep working. But I give myself so much stress over the idea of. Whenever there are setbacks or even when like Molly has an unexpected day off and we decide to go to the coffee shop instead of me sitting at home and working, I beat myself up over that. Even though I'm enjoying my time in the present, like when I come to it later, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have used that time. Like I feel really, I can't get that time back. And in those moments, I have to give myself 51% and say to myself that, look, you're doing the best that you can. You're trying to make sure that you're managing your relationship and you're being present and you're not just being a slave to your computer and you're not being a slave to the work that you have to do. You're not trying to be an employee. You're a freelancer. And that means you have the opportunity to manage time in the way that you want to and that you can. It's not about you being able to be chained to the desk and be beholden to your client's like it's about making sure that at the fir- in the first place, I'm making sure that I'm getting clients that respect my time, respect my energy, respect my mental health and understand that these are real variables that I'm going to be dealing with. If I understand early on that I'm going to get a client that is going to be crazy about time deadlines, you know, uh, in a subjective way, if they have, Deadlines they need to meet because they need to put on an event or something. Like, I understand that. But if they're just going to be breathing over my neck because it makes them feel better or something like that, then it's up to me to go the extra mile for me to make sure that I'm qualifying those clients and not just taking on any work that I can. Right. So that's where the 5149 kind of works for you personally, especially if you're a freelancer of some kind, making sure that you're considering yourself. It's almost like you are your own client in a way. And the relationship to yourself is about making sure that you're taking care of your personal needs. And that means self affirmations. That means self care. That means finding the right clients and making sure that you're able to provide 51% to your clients because you're maintaining a good relationship with yourself. Does that make sense? Um, I wish I thought of this a little bit more clearly, but, (laughs) but that's the importance of self-care. The self-care is giving yourself the 51%, especially when you're having difficulties and you're treating yourself in a way that, that feels terrible. Like there's no reason for that. Um, Molly was telling me last night about, there's an episode of, uh, Liz Gilbert had a podcast for like two years or something. And she listens to those podcast episodes all the time and they're really great. Like Liz Gilbert is, is a godsend and um, she had an episode with Brene Brown, which is like the universe explodes like those two together. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but there was uh, as part of the episode uh, they were talking about, um, I don't know if it was that specific, a specific episode, honestly, but it was um, they were talking about how there are, you know, people out there who beat themselves up all the time and you don't think you're worthy of love. You don't think you're worthy of attention. You're not worthy of any kind of anything. And Liz Gilbert said something to the effect of what kind of narcissism do you have that makes you think that you're the only person in the world that doesn't deserve love? I don't think she said it as snarky as I just said, but, but, but think about that. Like what kind of narcissism do you have for you to think that you're the only person in the world that doesn't deserve love? Like what makes you think you don't deserve 51% from yourself? What makes you think you don't deserve the 49% that are coming from other people or the 51% that are coming from other people rather, right? what What makes you think that you don't deserve that? What makes you think that if someone hands you the seventh chocolate that you're indebted to them? What makes you think you're not worthy of that right? I think those are important things to think about. You know it's like it's it's interesting to frame it that way <laughs> what kind of a what kind of a pompous jerk are you to think that you're the only person? you're the only human being that doesn't deserve some sort of love. Like that's an incredible thought. And I love that so much. That's why I wanted to like share that and reproduce that here for you. And that's where all of this is going. Like all of the stumbling <laughs> all the stumbling that I've done throughout this episode of talking about 5149 um has led to this point. It's like what makes you think that you don't deserve 51% from someone else and from yourself? You know, like it's it's not about literally accepting forty nine percent from someone else. It's about accepting fifty one percent from someone else and giving fifty one percent. You see how that evens out. (laughs) You know, it's it's about it's about that uh, it's about the expectation. You're expecting forty nine, but you get fifty one. Right? Okay. Is that is that clearer? (laughs) Um, it's about managing expectations. It's about managing expectations coming to you, and being willing to give more going out because when it comes to personal relationships, again, if we all understood that every interaction is a value system, that the only reason as much as Molly and I could talk about, um, uh, uh, unconditional love for each other. And I feel like I have such incredible love for her at this point in my life that it would not change as much as we talk about unconditional love. There are always conditions. Like you still have to show affection to each other. You still have to show love. You still have to give more than I'm getting. I have to and then and then and you know, by result I end up getting. But don't do it to get. That's the thing. That's why it's fifty one forty nine. That's why it's not fifty fifty or fifty one fifty one. Right? You're not doing things to get that. It's like <laughs> to think of it in a very crude way, if you think about it in like sexual terms, and you really want oral sex from your partner it's like, you're not going to just perform oral sex on them to get oral sex, right? <laughs> like, that's a wonderful byproduct, but you're doing it because you're giving more, right? <laughs> you're giving more to the relationship than you're expecting, right? But at the same time, you have your limits. If, if oral sex is something you want out of your relationship and you're not getting it, then it needs to be addressed. <laughs> it's the same kind of concept. It's the same idea. If you have a business relationship and you're giving all sorts of everything to the relationship, but you're not getting your forty-nine, then that's not an effective relationship. Again, it's fifty-one forty-nine, not seventy thirty, right? So it's about managing that exact quote from Liz Gilbert. Like what makes you think that you're not deserving of love? And that's where the 49 comes in, you know, and it's, it's about making sure that you're not expecting so much that you're being a narcissistic jerk and you're just taking and taking and taking, but you're also making sure that you're not devaluing yourself so that you're not setting boundaries, setting your own versions of expectations and making sure that you're, you're having a, an equilibrium between you and the other person or your business partner or whatever the situation is, right? So it's still balance. 5149 is still balanced. It's just balanced in a way that you just give a little bit more and getting into the habit of that. Because it's really at assess at its essence, about providing value to your friends, to business, and to yourself. It's about kindness. Kindness at its core. It's about being a good person and just giving a little extra. Because you can afford to. You can give one percent. That's why it's 5149. You can, you can sacrifice 1%. It's fine. You'll still live right. And you'll get a lot of great things. As a result, you'll, you'll surround yourself with more people who are willing to give 51% to you. And that's really the thing. So I'm going to remind you of the Liz Gilbert quote one more time before we wrap up this episode, that what makes you think that you are the only person in the world not deserving of love and she says it way softer than i do (laughs) i give you the philly tinge what makes you think that you don't deserve love (laughs) what makes you think you're the only person the only person that doesn't deserve love right (laughs) you could read that in so many different what makes you think you're not the only person in the world That you're the only person in the world that doesn't deserve love. Huh? What makes you think that? Huh? That's crazy. You need to fix yourself. (laughs) So give yourself 51%. Make sure that you're giving yourself self-love, good positive self-talk. When you're having rough days, think about how you can give yourself a little bit more. How can you give yourself a little 1% extra? Take an extra break go get some good food, take a walk, make sure that you're, you're connecting with the right relationships and really just realizing that you're a person that deserves value as much as you're willing and able to give value. That's the balance. Give more, get just as much as you need and everything will work out. It's just how it goes. So I think, uh, one last thing, I guess I could say about it is like, it's understanding that this sort of thing is not outsourceable. It's not scalable. Being a good person is not something you can outsource. Right. And in order to build a better world, build relationships, build bigger businesses and be happier amongst everyone. Like that's really where it's at. This is a very like F E thing. If you're a Myers Briggs person, (laughs) Um, it's a very F E concept of making sure that we're showing each other all the self love and care that we can, in the process of all of this, right? So that's where it's at. You are deserving love of love. You're a rad person. You're a wonderful creative person. You're doing all sorts of great things. I'm positive of it. And if you don't feel like you are and you feel like I'm just pandering to you because I don't know who you are, <laughs> then send me a message and I will genuinely find something because everyone's got something to offer. And even if you've got room to improve, that doesn't mean you're worth any less than 49%. That's just the goddamn truth. So I appreciate you guys for listening to this episode. Thank you for being here. I hope that you are living by the 5149 rule. If not, I hope you can start today and just give someone a call, call one of your clients, just check in for no reason, just to show them some love, right? Give them a little something. Uh, and when you're doing a business deal, so give them a little extra something, something, you know, take your friend out to, to lunch. No big deal, you know? Um, but a little trinket. I don't know. Do something, do something to show a little extra appreciation. Damn it. (laughs) Um, so, uh, again, I want to remind you guys that we have a Patreon page. So patreon.com slash dopamine. If you want to listen to these episodes early and without ads, because I have a lot of ads because I'm broke. So sorry. I would love to have this episode or these shows without ads, but it is about making money and I got to do my thing. So, Um, hopefully we get to a place where that's not the case and we can not worry about it. But for now, that's the thing. So, you know, it's just life. We're all just trying to do what we can. So, um, I appreciate you guys for being here. Thanks for listening to dopamine. Hit me up at let's go C note and I'll catch you next time on dopamine. See ya. Bye. Later. Arrivederci. Ciao. Paku paku. I don't know if that's right, but okay. Aloha. This has been a C-Note Media Production. Just a reminder for you guys to go check out EM Media and Video by calling 267-528-7890 They are a way for you to do cheap commercial production uh, for video and for audio. They do voiceovers and can help you get into the market. So they primarily work in Philadelphia, but they can help you anywhere across the country. So again, 267-528-7890 to get your quote today. See you guys.